everyone. Welcome back to our podcast, Sundition. This is Cece. And this is Claire. And this is our morning edition of Series 2, where we will cover three under-the-radar news stories along with one local story. So our first story for today is that the remains of missing kids Joshua Vallow and Tylee Ryan were found in Idaho. Tylee Ryan was a 17-year-old and Joshua Vallow was 7, and they allegedly went missing in September. Authorities began searching in November when they tried to do a wellness check with Joshua because he had special needs. And when they tried to cooperate with their parents, Lori Vallow and Chad Dable back in December, they refused to cooperate and ended up leaving Idaho. In February, Vallow and Dable were found in Hawaii taking a vacation and Vallow was arrested for abandonment and non-support. And she ended up pleading not guilty. So the remains of these kids were found on the property of Chad Daybell, and he is now charged with two counts of concealing evidence. Allegedly, the remains were hid sometime between September 22nd, 2019, and June 9th, 2020. Seems like quite a bit of a stretch for the time, but... Yeah, that's like, what, almost a year? It's like eight months, I think. Eight months. Um, So our next story is a lot less gruesome. But <laughs> um, it's about Wirecard, one of Europe's most promising tech companies. And they recently lost 1.9 billion euros or 2.2 billion US dollars. And I get what you're saying. How do they lose $2 billion? <laughs> but um, so we have to backtrack to what they do. So Wirecard processes payments for customers and businesses. And they also specialize in analytical data service for businesses and before this incident or before the story came out this past week they had around like 18 months of fraud allegations and questioning of practices and they finally got caught on Thursday June 18th Wirecard uh, noted that they could not locate to the 2.2 billion US dollars that was supposed to be in their accounts. And this is likely because of fraud due to their past history. (laughs) Is that surprising? um, For fraud allegations Mm -hmm. and malpractice. So in light of this event, the CEO of Wirecard, Marcus Braun, resigned due to the incident and Wirecard is currently now frantically searching for the $2.2 billion that they lost. Sounds like they're having a very fun time. Oi. Well, our third news story is that the coronavirus pandemic will cost the U.S. economy around $7.9 trillion over the next 10 years. And at the same time, poor countries are facing a major debt crisis. So Monday... June 15th, the Congressional Budget Office determined that the U.S. economy will take a major blow due to the pandemic, which honestly is not surprising at all. And this is because of lower consumer spending and business investment, and also because of weaker inflation, especially energy and transportation, which also makes sense, because like no one's going out or anything yeah. like that. Also the fact that if you watched our last morning edition, the U.S. is in a recession, has been in a recession since February. So this is just adding up to the pile of problems, I guess. And at the same time, developing countries, countries, sorry, 
So just Ecuador and Zambia are now owe um, record amounts of money, which is around two point one trillion dollars. So that's crazy. Our economy is taking quite a big of a hit at the moment. Some more uh, different news, which is local, is about San Francisco since we live in the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. So recently, San Francisco, the city, and the mayor announced that they will now send unarmed professionals to non-criminal calls instead of police. So uh, before this reform, they used to send police to calls uh, about, say, homeless people living on the streets, to um, situations with uh, people with mental illnesses. And they realized it is much safer to send social workers who are experienced in these sorts of situations so they seem to be um, allocating, uh, reallocating the resources from the police to the social workers to take those calls. Mm-hmm. Because right now, according to a 2016 report from the Budget and Legislative Analyst account, the city pays around or incurs around nearly $21 million to enforce these quality of life laws, right? They're mm-hmm. also called these quality of life laws. And police response made up of 90% of those calls. So they're replacing those police uh, responses to those calls uh, with work, uh, the social workers. This is a step towards what we call defunding the police, right? The reallocation of resources mm-hmm. to the community. And it is part of a new wave of police reforms that are happening, uh, that are supposed to be implemented in San Francisco and happening across the country as well in Mm -hmm. major cities so yeah those are our four stories for today we hope you enjoyed listening thank you